0: This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue on in James with a dead faith, faith in works, taming the tongue, a restless evil, and wisdom from above. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Lord, open my The Lord has redeemed his people. Redeemed his feet. by faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son. Of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be- In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. And now, in these last days, he
1: has spoken to us by his Son. Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it is good to know that as Christians we stand in a long line of those that have been Christians before us. And there will also be a long line of Christians walking this earth after we have parted from it. And some of them may stand out as very special individuals who have shown a faith and conduct during their own lifetime as exemplary. Our confession clearly states that we may follow the example of their faith and their good works according to our calling but they say also that the scriptures do not teach that we are to call on the saints or ask the saints for help so we don't venerate or invoke patron saints as some do St George who protects soldiers and horsemen St Peter for us fishermen St Anne who's the patroness of married women unmarried women housewives women in labor all who, who want to be pregnant St. Sebastian, who is invoked as the patron of athletes, St. Valentine, who is the patron of saint of lovers and epilepsy and beekeepers. (laughs) While we admire them all here for defending their faith and dying a martyr's death, invoking them would go too far. Now, with that distinction in mind, we may look back into history at some of these heroes of faith. In fact, our text this morning takes us all the way back to the Old Testament, to those heroes that have walked in the power of faith, in that faith that achieved remarkable things. They won great victories and battles. They founded a great nation, led it safely through trials and tribulations to the promised land of milk and honey. Chapter 11, of Hebrews that we've just heard gives us a list. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Rahab, the Judges, David, Samuel, and the prophets. They all are mentioned as those people who have followed the Lord faithfully, trusting in his promises. One additional hero, of course, may not remain unmentioned. In in particular here, the father Abraham. hero of the faith that justifies. By faith he left Mesopotamia and sojourned in the land of promise as in a foreign land, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith his wife Sarah herself received power to conceive even when she was past the age of childbearing, since she considered him faithful who had promised. By faith, Abraham trusted in the Lord's promise to have as many offspring as there are stars in heaven and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, was ready to offer up Isaac, his only son, considering that God would be able to raise him from the dead and return him back. All these greats, of the past are praised for possessing a great faith, a firm, unwavering trust in the Lord, whether they were promised offspring, a new land, or something else. We see here that faith, by faith alone, is an ancient doctrine, not something that the reformers came up with in the 16th century. For the fathers all have in common that they believed in the Lord. Being human, like you and me, they had their weaknesses, no doubt, nothing to be proud of. But they were endowed with the gift of faith, and with it, they walked their line, trusting firmly in the Lord. This passage here is an ode or a homage to their faith, not to their achievements or accomplishments or their merits. It is the faith that our Formula of Concord defines as the only means whereby we can apprehend, accept, and apply. This faith is a gift of God whereby we rightly learn to know Christ and trust in Him. But should these fathers, these heroes, not be given at least some credit? In other words, are they not heroes because of good conduct and behavior? Yes, but again, It's all about faith that made them become heroes in conduct and behavior. Again, our confessions respond, for faith does not justify because it is so good a work and so pleasing a virtue, but because it lays hold on and accepts the merit of Christ and the promise of the Holy Gospel. In other words, it is all about faith from beginning to the end. We become Christians because of faith. We persevere as Christians because of faith, and we die as Christians because of faith. He, the Apostle Paul, attributes to faith alone the beginning, the middle, and the end of everything. But in our passage here in Hebrews, there's something more about Abraham's faith that is not mentioned in the Genesis accounts. We are told, Abraham looked forward to the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. According to Hebrews, Abraham trusted one more promise beyond that of having a son and the promised land, and that is the promise of the heavenly home. God does not want us to view this world as a permanent home BECAUSE HE HAS SOMETHING FAR BETTER IN STORE FOR US. WE ARE ENCOURAGED TO SEE THE FUTURE WITH ABRAHAM, FOR HE WAS LOOKING FORWARD TO THE CITY WITH FOUNDATIONS WHOSE ARCHITECT AND BUILDER IS GOD. Canaan, AT ABRAHAM'S TIME HAD MANY CITIES WITH FOUNDATIONS, BUT THEY WERE ALL DESTINED TO FALL BECAUSE THEY WERE BUILT ON PHYSICAL FOUNDATIONS and the cities during his time were filled with violence and idolatry. And not so this heavenly home which he was promised, which is something far more permanent to which he and we Christians are looking forward to. That hope which carried Abraham is the same that carries Christians during the time of Hebrews. We should look to the future reward not to the circumstance we are in right now. That faith that we as Christians have been given provides access to God and to our heavenly home. And Abraham here serves as an example to whom the recipients of the letter of Hebrews should look up to. They too were on a journey looking for a home, feeling as strangers here on earth, most likely They were adults, converts, who had left their Jewish religion and chose to follow Jesus Christ. They may have moved from a familiar place to one where they do not feel at home at all. And this all could wear them down and have them question their Lord's faithfulness to them. And so, Abraham here serves as the father of faith, who should inspire them not to tire and abandon God. But continue to trust in him in all things hopeful for and the conviction of things not seen. And so we too should live our life under God as these fathers like Abraham did, trusting in the Lord always. Not everything in life will pan out to be as we plan it. The world is not our final home. We too are strangers in this land and on a journey to a heavenly home. We can grow tired and weary from the strange and challenges this life presents. But in spite of this all, what matters is that heavenly house, God himself built that heavenly home with many rooms that Jesus Christ prepared for us through his death and resurrection. The promise was made to us at our baptism It is revealed to us through the word, the word that promises forgiveness, life, and salvation. And now, with that trust in that promise, we walk through life. And so as Christians, we pray to God that he may preserve us in that faith in him for as long as we live here on earth so that we may reach our final resting place. And I'd like to close with a collect prayer from yesterday, the first Sunday in Lent, for it underscores what we have just heard. We pray. O Lord God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
0: In our prayers, we remember the Nordling family as they mourn the death of Dr. Nordling's father, Don Nordling. We also remember the Just family as they mourn the death of Mrs. Just's mother, Carol Hoppe. Mm -hmm. Let us pray. Lord God, maker of heaven and earth and giver of life, We thank you for all the mercies you granted to Don and Carol during their earthly lives, especially for calling them to faith in Jesus Christ. Comfort the survivors who mourn their deaths with the hope of the glorious resurrection and a joyful reunion in heaven. Keep us mindful that we are mortal so that we will ever be prepared to die in the faith and finally receive the glory promised to all who trust in your beloved Son JESUS CHRIST, OUR LORD. AMEN. O LORD, OUR HEAVENLY FATHER, ALMIGHTY AND EVERLASTING GOD, YOU HAVE SAFELY BROUGHT US TO THE BEGINNING OF THIS DAY. DEFEND US IN THE SAME WITH YOUR MIGHTY POWER, AND GRANT THAT THIS DAY WE FALL INTO NO SIN, NEITHER RUN INTO ANY KIND OF DANGER, But that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord Almighty bless us and direct our days and our deeds in His peace.